What's going on, everyone? Jason back here with another interview as we roll things along. Uh, this interview was with a really great guy, really positive influence in and around the Viking scene online. On Twitter, you can find him under the handle at Mike Zimmer's Ears. It was a great talk, great interview with a great guy who does a lot of great work. You can find him at Blitz NFL. You can hear him on the Sound the Gallahorn podcast. And I had a really great time talking to him and really getting to learn a lot more about a guy who just brings positivity really everywhere he goes. So I, I hope you enjoyed this interview and, uh, and the man chatter that we bring to uh, the Daily Norseman podcast network. And uh, yeah, let me know what you think. If you uh, if you enjoy what we're doing, check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere else that you listen to podcasts. Subscribe, rate, review to help other people find the podcast. Thank you. Introverted noise. Oh yeah, daddy. All right, we are live. And here we go. We are live. We are back with another interview from one of the uh, the more positive faces that you'll uh, you'll come across on Vikings Twitter. The handle known as Mike Zimmer's ear. My oh, man, how you doing? Nice to finally meet you. Nice to meet you, Jason. I I was so glad to hear from you. Uh, you know, you guys are doing great things out there. And uh, as a Vikings fan, it's it's just nice to talk some Vikings football in uh, in July. So. Well, that, that that is great, and and thank you for that compliment. And I guess before we get started here, because uh, I did see you the other day, you uh you seemed a bit incredulous, a little surprised that you know just your your little Twitter, Twitter account that you've you've gone out there spreading good cheer. And and I mean this when I say it: if you're not following this account already, Mike Zimmer's here, make sure you do it because social media a lot of the times can be a terrible place, a place that just makes you feel bad about yourself when you go. But I would say. 99 times out of 100, if I'm looking at one of your tweets, it's going to be something that puts me into a better mood. So thank you for that. So make sure you're following that. Um, and I'm just curious, how did you get started with this? How did you decide that this was going to be, A, the persona that you chose for the account, and B, that this was the type of account that you were going to have where you were really just all about the positivity and and really pushing good vibes out there as much as possible? Well, the the account name, I needed something. I wanted to go a little incognito with this because uh, I like to express my views. But, you know, and we're in a day and age where employers are looking at stuff. And as you know, I'm not really one to use a language that is offensive or really have too many offensive opinions. But at the same time, I wanted to be able to say what I wanted to say uh, without someone, you know, climbing down my throat. And uh, this is back when we, we got our new coach, and I just happened to see a picture of, of Zim. And if anybody has not seen a picture of Zim, he's a great man, but his, his ears are a prominent feature. And I said, that's it, Mike Zimmer's ears. And I said, and then I put a spin on it, like, I'm always here to listen to what you have to say. So I put the account out there, and I thought, if I get 100 people to look at this account, that would be amazing. And I looked the other day and we're like, we're closing in on 4,600 people following this account. And as far as positivity goes, you know, everybody goes through stuff. Uh, a lot of people, it's out there, you know, you don't know what someone's going through in a day or in their lives. And I just want to try and give somebody who's going through something tough 
just to say like, hey, it's going to be all right. And, and there's someone here who's listening to you uh, who, who cares about you and, and wants, wants you to, to feel better and have a good day. So I just kind of ran with that. I like positive. Um, I'm not always positive out here, but I, I, I try and be positive as much as possible. Uh, and it seems to have done me well. Uh, I get a lot of people that have come to me as they slip into my DMs and they're like, hey, man, I can't believe, you know, how good you are and, and, and the things you have to say and how great they are. So I, I, I don't know. It, it's just the kind of person I am. It's the way I was raised. You know, if you can help somebody out and say something good that's going to get them through a day, do it. So anybody who follows the account, you'll know on Fridays, I do, usually do a, a Zim's Happy Friday message uh, I put out there. And uh, people seem to really like that, too. So if I can be positive, I'm going to be. That's what I'm talking about, man. And definitely keep doing it. Listeners, definitely check out the account. And uh, I guess let's take it back a little bit here because you gave me the story about how the name came in. Um, you know, what kind of pushed you to want to be positive with the account? But I guess how did you decide to kind of get started in this you know, crazy world of people who you know follow the Vikings or write about the Vikings, talk about the Vikings, uh, because you know it seems that you uh, you, know, you you do a lot. I guess what is the background that uh, that that brought you you know to this? Do you have a background in something that would have naturally brought you this way? Or are you coming from kind of a strange background like most of the rest of us are? Oh, I'm coming from I'm coming from way big curve. I uh, I went to college and I was an accountant, and I am an accountant. Uh, that's what I do for a living. Uh, I did some sports writing in high school. Uh, back in my day, high school didn't talk about women's sports very much. So I went out there. I said, well, I'm going to take the women's side here. And uh, they made me the editor just for women's sports. And I, and I was pretty proud of the work there. And then I got away from it for a while. Uh, numbers were my thing. Uh, then I, you know, I, I signed up for Twitter. Well, this account's five years old. Uh, I went out there because my kids said, Dad, you have a lot to say. You should go out on Twitter. So I said, Twitter, what? And I did. And I went out on Twitter. And it's kind of like once you get into, you find that there are these little niches, these places, these, these groups. I'm from Pennsylvania. We do not have a Vikings contingent out here. I mean, I, I live in Eagles, Giants, Steelers country. So we don't talk a lot of Vikings. But Twitter, I can talk about Vikings with people from all over the world, not even just, you know, the United States, all over the world. And it's great. Uh, I'll watch a game on Sunday, and I'm on Twitter if I'm not in Minnesota. I've only been once, but I'm on Twitter watching the games with people, and it's just it's like being at the stadium in a way. Uh, so I, I just got into it, and uh, then I just started to tweet about the games during the games, and you know, someone reached out to me, and they said, we like what you're doing. How would you like to blog for us? And I said, and they actually called me when I was coming home on a flight from Minnesota from the Cardinals game. And I said, what are you guys talking about? They said, we, we, we want you to write for us. I said, well, you guys know, like, I'm an accountant. I don't do this. They said, no, we, we, we think you can do it. Um, and so they gave me a shot, and uh, it's Blitzed Radio, you know, Blitzed NFL. These guys are salt of the earth, amazing people, gave me a shot. And uh, I like it. I, I dig into the research end of it, and I, I'm kind of the, their, uh, their historian, their football historian. So the things I write about are things, you know, that have happened, God, way back from when the leather helmets were on sometimes. Uh, I got into that. I started to talk to people. Folks like you would call me and want to interview me. And I'd wonder, why do you want to interview me for? I don't do this for a living. Uh, and then Jim Jack's media contacted me and Jim said, hey, I want to do a 
podcast with you and I, I laughed. I said, well, why, why me? And same thing that he likes my, my outlook on things. And he heard me do a couple of interviews. So I said, all right, Jim, well, we can do this. And then we started sound the Gollerhorn uh, last, you know, November. And I, I mean, we're going to pick up again in a couple of weeks with it, but it's, it's all Vikings. It's talking about the Vikings and the NFL also, but mostly Vikings. And it's just something I love. I'm passionate about my Vikings. Uh, and to have a forum where I could talk about it instead of having to listen to, you know, Eagles talk and Steelers talk all the time. There's nothing wrong with that, but I'm not a fan of either team. Uh, and when you live where your team doesn't play, it's hard. You can't find a lot of people that want to talk about what you want to talk about. So it, it might be there might be a little wrong with this, you know, all Eagles talk all the time, but you know, <laughs> I, I, I don't want no, don't want to go too far down too far down that rabbit hole. So I mean, <laughs> you just said something that wanted to, uh, that that obviously begs the question. So you are deep in you know Eagles, Steelers, Giants country. How did you become a Vikings fan? I love when people ask me this. When I was a kid, my dad is a Giants diehard. So now you're going to find out how old I am without me telling you how old I am. Fran Tarkington was with the Giants at the time. Uh, I had a Giants helmet. My mother painted the number 10 on it with, with uh, nail polish. I mean, I was a Tarkington guy when I was a kid. And the Giants had him for two years, I think, and then he went back to Minnesota where he had started. And I didn't even know he had started there. And uh, when I found out he was gone, I told my father, well, that's it. I'm a Vikings fan. And he said, what do you mean? I said, Fran's gone. Why should I stick around? Uh, so from that point on, I was a Vikings fan. And, uh, you know, again, where we live, there was no direct TV. You know, there was no Sunday ticket. There was no red zone. You watched the games in your area. So I rarely got to see the Vikings play on television until the playoffs most times. But those teams back in the day when they played outside and Bud Grant didn't let them use heaters on the sideline, the, the, the purple uniforms I loved and the, you know, the, the smoke coming off their heads from, from the heat. I, I just fell in love with Vikings football and I've been there ever since. That's amazing. And, and I love it. And I can still hear, you know, after all these years, just the passion that you bring to it, just, uh, you're getting excited even thinking about those old games and everything like that. And so uh, you mentioned, you know, you, you've, you've done some writing, you have the podcast. Um, I guess where, if someone was looking to, to either find, you know, you know, one of your podcasts, look into to something that you write, are you still kind of active with the writing? Where would we look for your work? Uh, I am still. As a matter of fact, I have another piece I'm going to start working on tomorrow for Blitzed Radio. Uh, if you go to their Twitter handle, which is... Blitzed football at B-L-I-T-Z-E-D-F-O-O-T-B-A-L-L, Blitz football. Uh, there's a link there to some of my work. Uh, you can always link up on my account at Mike Zimmer's Ears, M-I-K-E-Z-I-M-M-E-R-S-E-A-R-S will work. And if you want the podcast, you can go to Sound the Gollerhorn, which is my favorite sound in football. And that handle is at S-G-J-A-L-L-A-R-H-O-R-N. Uh, you know, we're, we're really starting to take off with the podcast. It's uh, in its infancy, but we have some good things uh, coming forward. I'm thrilled to be able to do this, to be able to talk about my Vikings, you know, on a weekly basis. 
this will be our first full season of the games. So uh, hopefully folks will tune in and get a little different spin on what's going on with the team. Um, I don't like to rip on the Vikes, but I'm also not one who's going to give everything with rose-colored glasses out there. I'm going to tell you like I feel it, like I see it. Uh, and some people may not want to hear that, but then there are a lot of people that do want to hear hear straightforward what's going on, what I think is going on with the team. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, you, you mentioned something here, and I'm, you know, I'm not going to out you on, on your age. You mentioned, you know, like you've been watching since, you know, back in the Fran Tarkenton days. But you also mentioned that you uh, you come from an accounting background. You're a numbers guy. So, you know, those two things or those two methodologies when you're thinking about, you know, how people talk about the NFL, how people like to look at the game, how people like to think about the game can sometimes be in opposition. You have the idea, the old school smash mouth, run, run, impose your will type of way of looking at the game where, you know, the running game is super important and you need to build in the trenches and all of those things. And then, you know, juxtaposed with that, you sometimes have the, you know, analytics game that kind of looks at things and has started to maybe show that some of those ways that, you know, we grew up really thinking about the game aren't necessarily, you know, borne out when you start to dig in and look at the numbers and maybe, not maybe really, I think that's one of those things we all understand that the passing game is really the most important. I think we've always known that because we've always known you need the quarterback to win. But the passing game kind of it trumps all. Wide receivers are incredibly important to your quarterback success. Having a great tight end is kind of a cheat code for you. And coverage might be more important than, you know, your defensive tackle, which flies in the face of probably everything every football coach we ever had told us growing up. So when you look at the game and you're really thinking about things, how do you tend to look at the game? How do you tend to break down the game? And which way do you tend to lean with it? Are you more of kind of the old school, maybe film grinding type of guy? Or are you into, uh, I guess, this newer movement where analytics are really uh, a big part of the way that we talk about the game now? You know, Jay, I, I look at it based on what, what you have to put on the field. Uh, every team is different. I don't think it's, I don't think there's one formula that works best. I think, I hate to give this team any credit, but I have to give them credit. You look at the New England Patriots, uh, their parts are interchangeable. Uh, they always seem to find the, the slot receiver who can get open and he looks like he should be, you know, out there doing accounting work, to be honest with you. Uh, guys like, you know, Julian Edelman, who, and, and when Wes Welker was there, um, it's a formula that works for them. They, they play to their strengths. I think that's what you have to do in today's NFL. You play to your strengths. Uh, the Rams offense goes through Todd Gurley. Uh, that's a running back. There, there's a running game there. The, the Vikings offense, I think, needs to, uh, needs to get their running game more involved. I'm worried about Dalvin Cook's um, durability back there. And, People may not think it's a big deal, but I think uh, losing Latavius Murray was a huge loss to the Vikings. He's a durable back. Um, he's not going to get you too many big runs, but he's going to move the sticks for you. He's going to keep the, the clock rolling. And I really think uh, ball control is a big deal in today's game. Uh, it's great to watch the quick strikes. You know, anybody watching the Chiefs, that's that's fun football to watch. But in the end, you know, you're you're – you're gassing your defense because they're out there real all day. Um, you can't win all your games 38-35. Uh, I, I think 
controlling the ball, controlling the clock is very important. You don't want your defense out there all day. Um, but really, it's all about who you have. What do you have to work with out there? Um, we saw a Vikings team run by Case Keenum go to the NFC title game. Case Keenum is a career journeyman quarterback. Uh, the you know coaching job done by Zim and with that team was incredible. Uh, people are gonna knock us for last year. I mean, Kirk Cousins is taking a beating on social media. You see it, and I just have to remind people he threw thirty touchdowns last year. He had no offensive line in front of him. He had an offensive coordinator who just wasn't a good fit for the Vikings. Um, they need to run the ball. They need to somehow rebuild that offensive line. They need to control the clock. That's what I see when I watch when I watch games. What do you have and what are you doing with what you have? Um, I look at the Titans who have, you know, Marcus Mariota, and I don't think they use him properly. I think they, they can use him better in their team that just – Based on the talent they have, I think they should be better, and they're not. Uh, I don't think that – I don't know that Mike Vrabel is the answer there either, but I see that team, and I look at the talent, and I said, you're not using it right. Now, at the end of last year, they finally found uh, the running back that they thought they'd had all along, and that maybe will change things for them there. They may uh, may decide to, to ride that horse. I don't know, but coach, the coaches are so important in this game. And they have to know their personnel and know what they can get out of them. So it's it's not to me it's not it's a passing league anymore. It is because of the way the rules are set up, I guess. But what do you have and what can you do with what you have? That's the that's the thing to me. All right. So and and so you, again, you you giving me these great segues. It's almost like you you have a podcast or something here where you just set me <laughs> up for the for the next thing for me to talk about. But uh, you, you you dabbled in it a little bit where you're saying that you know. You know, we, we, we have the man, you know, Kurt Cousins, and we can't have a Vikings podcast without getting an opinion about Kurt Cousins in there. And so we bring him in. We obviously, you know, we have the much talked about contract, the 84 mil, fully guaranteed, all of that stuff. And honestly, when you look at this Vikings roster, the roster, like, as you said, with Case Keenum was one of the most efficient passing offenses in all of the NFL the season before Kirk Cousins came in. It does beg the question why after one year of Kirk Cousins, Vikings fans seem to be clamoring for the running game when we're a team that seems very much set up to be a passing football team. Our best players on offense are wide receivers. We just invested in, in Irv Smith. We have Kyle Rudolph, who's still there. Um, I guess, what are your thoughts on, on where we are with this team? Obviously, you've already said that you want to see you know a bit more of a balanced approach. You want to see the running game be more effective, which I think is something that we're all looking for. But I guess, what are your thoughts on on Kurt Cousins after a year of of him here? Do you think of him differently? Do you think he's the same guy he's always been? Um, I guess, what are your thoughts on 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 your outlook for him as you go into kind of season two of this really big bet that the team has made? Well, to borrow a little bit from uh, you know our Denny Green, rest his soul. You know, he is who I thought he was. Um, I think Kurt Cousins has he has a gunslinger in him i think he was afraid to let it loose but we saw in the packers game that the throw he made to Thielen uh to tie the game was was a throw i want to see him make more or take more uh he's got the horses 
He's just got to let them do their do their thing. But that said, he's got to have time to let them do their thing too. I think he started to get a little gun shy back in the pocket because the pocket was closing down on him. I think there were a couple of times last year when I think he felt pressure that wasn't there based on what had been happening. Uh, you've got to run. I think you've got to run the ball a little bit more. You, you've got to give him a chance back there. I love to watch Kirk Cousins do play action passes, and if you can't run the ball, those play actions just don't do anything. Um, I like Kirk Cousins. I like the person that he is on top of what he does on the field. I think he's a really good fit in Minnesota. I think fans have to give him a chance. I think anybody who blames him for what happened last year did not watch the games. We lost the Packer game. Well, we tied the Packer game because we missed four field goals. We lost the Rams game because Anthony Barr was in coverage for most of that game, and he just doesn't belong back there. Uh, you know, you can't give up 38 points and expect to win. I'm sorry. You, Cousins put 31 up. You should win that game. There's two. Um, that Saints game where Thielen does something he never does, where he, he fumbles inside the 20-yard line, and from that point on, the game just seemed to get away from us. You know, that Diggs cuts off a route where he, he makes a mistake and it turns into a pick six. So, you know, th- there are three games that were really winnable for Minnesota last year. Win those, now you go from 8-7-1 and one to 11-5 and five and in the playoffs, and probably nobody's giving Kirk Cousins a hard time. It's not Kirk Cousins' fault that the Vikings went 8-7-1 and one last year. He wasn't great every game. The Bills game was a disaster for us. But Kirk Cousins can lead this team deep into the playoffs. I firmly believe that with the right scheme and with a rebuilt offensive line. And let me tell you, the first round pick we got in Bradbury, that's the guy I wanted. That's a smart kid playing center. Hopefully the skills translate to the NFL level, but I really, really like this kid. So I think we're doing the right things. I think people need some patience in Minnesota. I mean, we haven't won a Super Bowl yet. So we have nothing to be but patient. <laughs> boy, that yeah, you ain't never lied with that one right there, boy. That is, uh, uh, I think that's it. I don't know that I'm going to be able to get any better than that right there. We got nothing to do but be patient. Sir, thank you so much for uh, for making the time for me this evening and coming on. This was great. I feel like I probably could have gone for another, you know, couple hours with you on here it's just so easy to talk to you and so uh you know if you'll have us i'll probably have you out at some point i guess when you're leading into your your pod kicking back off we can have you on here just to uh to, to let the folks know what they have to be uh have to be looking for and uh, i will absolutely put the um the the links to uh you know blitz and, and, and your podcast in the show notes so people can go and click start following those so that they're ready when you get things kicked back off coming this season um because yeah I think everyone needs a little bit more positivity in their life in this day and age, and you definitely bring that. So uh, thank you for bringing that on the podcast tonight. It was great to talk to you. Oh, I love it. Anytime you guys want to talk, I'm, I'm in, Jason. This is a, a lot of fun for me. I love this team. I love this game. So anytime I get a chance to talk about it, even when it's 95 degrees outside, I'll talk about it. Good stuff, man. And, uh, and I hope everything went all right tonight with uh, what Pops' birthday did. <laughs> That's right. Pops turned 77 today. I love my Pops. He's a great man. Awesome, man. Well, uh, raised a great son, and uh, I'm happy to have got to meet you, man. You have a great night. Thanks. Same to you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
And there it is. Uh, as I said, really positive, really fun talk with the man Mike Zimmer's ears. Uh, as I asked before, if you like what you're listening to, please uh, take the time, if you can, rate, review, so others can find the pod. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening to us. Thanks for uh, being with us this whole first week. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, looking forward to bigger and better things as the pod keeps growing. Uh, yeah, nothing else. Talk to you guys soon. Have a good one. <laughs>